Horsley Mark Podcast Show Bad Karma Chapter 25 She can get out Trey Carlos Carlos said Not with all those people around at Drayden How could she get out? Trey shrugged Any of her number ways I know her That was her on the phone just now The cops searching the place All, all the site techs And the doctors are going to be somewhat disorientated. Some some of the, some of the patients will be acting out right right now right now because of the commotion. No one is necessarily looking for her, or they're assuming that she's nobody somewhere within the gates. To be honest, nobody really knows that she looks like. We've got pictures of her when she came in. But her face gets covered most of the time, and she's been in ten years. She could have this disguise. Who knows? If Hatcher said of a gorgon, she could have been called a chameleon. I've seen her imitate people's voices and moments almost perfectly. She can meet anyone she wants. Call Jim. Find out what's going on. I've just tried. The line's busy. It'll be busy for the next forty four hours. I might as well watch the news tonight. Get more information on on it when I know what over the phone. My assumption is they know she's out there, out now. The cops are probably shut down a few miles from Drayden. If I were there, maybe I could do something. Maybe not, but I'm here. I'm on vacation, darn it. Carla put her hand on the top of her husband. She leaned against him. If, if, if you, if, with some, some telepathy, he felt her warmth and love. He drew away from it. He felt cold inside. Carla let him go. Let go of him. She sighed. She, she, she's four hours away, surrounded by cops. And, he prob- and she's probably more than a little disoriented. This is probably the safest place we, we could be right now. Maybe you're right, but I'm not. It has to be. It's just got me in arts. That's what's happened. And how the hell did she get this number? What did she what did she attack Jim? Did she get this from the weekly log? How did she know where to find me? Carla raised her eyebrows. Well, there's not a lot we can do right now. I know. Let's go for a walk, okay? Down to the beach. She stood up and went to the dresser. She opened the top drawer and drew a pair of sweatpants. She slipped in those and tossed him a pair of car keys. Rolled outside the the path down the hillside. All of it was nearly silent against the sound of crashing waves out of rocks because the 4th of July was coming up. Banners had been unfurled throughout the Avion, proclaiming the upcoming fireworks to play on the water. Since it's still early in the week, day tourists are lined up again, along the, lined up along the docks, waiting to board the boats back to the mainland. The sun had gone beyond the far hills, but it's still fairly high in the sky, casting a halo over the small town. Everything it seemed peaceful, lazy. Car- Carla walked ahead, wrapping her porch around her waist, wearing flip-flops and sweatpants and that, that great T-shirt. The, the smell of the air was vague, dusty. Not as clean as the earlier part of the day. Brought by the slight wind from the hills, Trey took it into into a breath, vacation. He took 
he told himself location. He slipped into his sandals at the Birkenstocks that Carly had given him for his birthday, five weeks before holding onto no section of a wooden fence as support. Wait up, he said. She turned around, she turned about smiling, the sunlight created an aura around her. She drew the, the small camera from her porch and snapped his picture quickly as if she was afraid he'd lose his expression that in that next second. Got you, she cried out. She pivoted to the right and looked, took a picture to the harbour now, below. Picture this, a beautiful, happy woman, a wife, mother and social worker, caring, loving, with a husband and kids, her family, everything in the world, everything in the world at your feet, at our feet. Life good for us, and I still can't enjoy any of this. Not completely. Trey feigned a smile, but it slipped when he caught up with his wife. She didn't seem to notice. She took a deep, lustrous breath. What is? What is that? Herbert Curtis? Maybe Gardner? Let's just junk everything and move here. She grabbed his arm, shaking. Wake up, wake up. I want the happy-go-lucky guy who married. I know he's there somewhere. Trey pulled away from her and gave her a sideways hug. His forehead frowned with worry. If only he'd been here, I, I could have done something. I know more about Hatcher than the others do. Carly sounded slightly separated and said, That doesn't matter. They can find a way outside the gate somewhere. It takes six men. But they get to tie down again. Wearily, he said. I don't know. This job is driving you nuts, Trey. Don't let it in. Don't let it. Something in the tone of her voice disturbed him. I'm going to get ho- I'm not going to get going to hold it in anymore, she said. What what hold what in? It's hard for me to say. A minute later, a minute passed and worried him. The way she was acting, the way the look on her face, then they all rose all the way down the path to Bain Road. Somewhere he knew, somehow he knew that she was going to say, he touched his fingers to his own lips, he pointed off to some scrub, scrub brush on the other side of the, one of the rows of the small cottages. A dose to still watching him and also. Then it ran off into the underbrush. I like to wish the world away," he whispered, kissing her. She, when she, he moved back from Carla, it seemed as if his unhappy mood had been passed to her. Her face was extra concerned. "You have to leave your job, Trey," she said. It barely came to the shot to him. This previous unspoken demand, yet she looked guilty, as if keeping him from saying those words was tantamount to cheating on him or abandoning him. Trey, I mean it. Not just about quitting, just actually just do it. You have to leave that job because I don't want you to like this ever again. You like the, this all the time. I almost relax, almost here with me and kids, but not quite. Not completely. You're always part, always partly there. It consumes you. I can't manage with half a husband. I don't let the kids have half of a husband, father. You need to get out. Collier had never been this direct, and her, ang- her anger over about, about her anger over his work. Collier's always Collier never been this direct, but her anger from over his work it always come out 
with little jokes or graveyard humour about the tragedy near Mr. Drayden. Now she looked cross. Sometimes Tray had trouble keeping things in perspective. It got the dog up in him, and he told he told what to do to leave his job, not nudge, not ask, but immediately in leaving it, not to be directly told to leave it. Then he calmed down. He felt like a man defeated. She was right. He had to leave his work at Drayden. It's funny, he began. You got into a place like that when you're young. You think you can make a difference. You think you can actually save someone. But you can't. Not just Drayden, but anywhere. My father, my dad was wrong. I always, he always told me you have to, you could save someone if you keep so strong and prepared. But you can't. Only, you can only save yourself. And calm down. He felt her defeated. She was right. He had to leave his work at trading. It's funny, he began. You get in a place like that when you're young and you think you can make a difference. You think you can actually save someone. Just like, but you can't. You're just at Drayden. But not anywhere. But anywhere. But that was wrong. He always told me you should save someone if you can keep yourself strong and prepared. But you can't. You can only save yourself. Oh, Trey, Carla said. It's not... It's not that bad of a traffic. You can always do thing, all kinds of things. It's just I don't want your children to lose their father because he's all tied up in the lives of criminals. I want to see you. I don't want to lose you either. We need our lives. That place is too dangerous and you're too sensitive. I know you're good at your job, but you need to get some, uh, get more out of life than just work. You keep... Walking, and Trey glanced down the hillside. He thought he saw the kids down below, near one of the ice cream parlors. Where, where was Jenny? Carla, is that Terry and Mark? She looked across the thin slice of the main drag that she could see clearly. Maybe it's hard to tell. Jenny's not with her, he said. I'm sure she's around here somewhere. Don't panic. They're paying her to stay right with them. Enough. Carla stopped in track. Nothing's going to happen to them, them here. See what the place has done to you? You think everyone, everywhere is like the ward? Well, it's not, Trey. You always got to go. You always got to go off like this. It's as if the worst thing's going to happen. Everything's going to be a life and death situation. He could not tell that she wished he hadn't said those words. Not exactly the way, but not those words. Life and death, the flat, white flash of the morning, dark morning, the gun, as shadows against the dark. Sorry, she said. I didn't mean it like that. They didn't even want, they didn't even have to talk about it directly. It happened and it was over. A year ago, almost, a man had been released from Drayden State because some loopy psychiatrist believed that he was cured, but Trey had known better. The man was so psychopath called Wilson, and Wilson had told the others in his ward that what he would, if he ever got out, he'd hunt down anyone who had ever hurt him, including Trey. Trey had a one nightmare after the next about Wilson, and he had seen Wilson do people... You seen worse to do people from the autopsy photographs of the family launch on beach. The trade walk gun then spent three months at target range in San Bernardo learning how to shoot it. Then one morning, 
when it was still dark. The noise in the kitchen, the fear creeping out the back of Frey's neck, knowing that Teresa's room was near the kitchen, knowing that Wilson was on loose out to get revenge. Trey went shivering with the gun down the hall through the living room. In the dark, someone was at that door by the kitchen in the dark morning. Trey stood in the dark way in the kitchen, and the morning light seemed purple. The shadow against the dark was the exact shape of Wilson. Trey could still not be sure that he had not, didn't underwrite his memory. Still, he felt, even if he knew that it wasn't Wilson, he didn't care because it was an intruder in the house. He couldn't even remember actually firing, pulling the trigger back. All he could remember was the flash, white flash of dark, and then, with the light on, seeing the man where the bullet entered. Trey began drugging down the path on his island, past the summer cottages, past say, Zane Grey Hotel, not always, not towards his children, but away from the memory. He had managed to stop thinking about it for days. For four days straight, and now it was back. It had him. He could hear Carla calling to him, but he had to run. He had to do something to get the money, memory out of his head. He stopped at the bottom road, glancing back. Carla was walking back, slowly back down the hill. Walking slightly down the hill. He felt the gold between them, as sure as, he, as they just had the fight. The blasted thing for him was that he knew he sh- it was not her fault. He knew he was the one to blame for being panic-stricken, paranoid, overprotective, and worried and frightened. He sat down on the edge of the road, curving curbside, his hand in his head, head his hand in, hand in his hands. He waited for his wife. The first words out of his mouth were, "Been a year." The guy was breaking in. Nobody thought you did anything wrong. He didn't look up at her. He knew it was a lie. He knew that he had been the one the police had called trigger happy. He knew he shouldn't have shot the gun. He knew he shouldn't have done anything other than perhaps call the police to come round and check out the noise at his kitchen sliding door, glass doors. But he was afraid, not just some released lunatic who had sworn a vedette on him, but afraid of anything that might test his courage, afraid of anyone who might suggest he wasn't a strong man who intended to be out on the outside world. Trey, Carla said, as if it was from a great distance, as if she was from the opposite end of the world from, world from him. Are you all right? Lucky she didn't mention the tears. He, he didn't want to acknowledge them himself. She squatted down in front of him, t- touching his shoulder on his right hand. Is it about, it's about a man, isn't it? Trey nodded. He didn't say anything. After seven minutes, he got up, dusted himself off. It's going to be hours till sunset, he said. I wish I was at work right now. I think I could help. Let's go find the kids.